All right. Welcome back, everyone, to Betting with Bud. Joined, as always, by Mr. Caleb Hicks. No Zach this week. That's okay. The show will go on. We will be talking some ball. Caleb, let's start a little bit with how we did last week. You were just going over your record, your picks on the show. How did you do last week? Uh, actually, it turned out to be a pretty good week for your boy. Uh, overall, based on the picks that I gave out between spreads, uh, Iowa team total, which always hits, so you should always bet it. And uh, over-unders, I end up going 12-6. and six. The only issue is I lost bad early and slowed down on my gambling. Should just kept hammering it down. Yeah, same. I went, I went three and three on the picks I tweeted out. Uh, but yeah, the early slate just killed me. Texas killed me. Uh, I was texting in our group chat right when Quinn Ewers threw that pick. We're dead. And you know they kept it close. Do you want to talk about the Texas game? You want to get go on a little rant here? Feel free to let it out as as much as you can. Last week, I made a very bold statement in the fact that I said Oklahoma are the biggest frauds in America right now, and I was wrong. Texas <laughs> might be the biggest frauds in America. <laughs> I I don't see that game as Oklahoma just necessarily being that good. I think they're a very good football team. Don't get me wrong. I think they're still overhyped. I think Texas is going to come back in the Big 12 championship and kick their ass personally. Um, I think Texas just needed that kick in the mouth to really get everything right. Yeah, credit to Oklahoma. They look look good. It it takes a shot themselves in the foot, turnovers, some bad coaching, I I think, from from Sarkeesian and and some of those spots. Similar to to A&M, they're kicking a field goal. They take a safety, and then they're kicking a field goal on the two. Like, what are you doing? You're playing. You're playing Alabama. You can't kick here. They had a chance to get in the back door, uh, AM, but they kicked the field goal. Um, but you know what? That's last week. We're moving on to this week, and this Saturday is loaded. Loaded. Love the slate this week. We were talking about it beforehand. Some really good early games. I wouldn't say good early games. Games I'm going to be betting on in this early slate. Listen, I'm I'm going back to my old ways um, from how I used to bet early on on the show. I'm going to the trash. I'm going these gross, gross games that a lot of people probably aren't going to want to bet on, but I think these are good situational spots. We're into the look-ahead part of the season where a lot of these teams are playing inferior opponents, and they have really good teams on deck, and I'm looking to back these not-so-good teams um, catching big numbers this week. Starting at 11 a.m., I'm going to be on Vanderbilt. (laughs) At home, they're catching 31 and a half. I, listen, I know you, you, people listening, you're not going to like this. But look, Georgia is going to Florida next week. Georgia's off a big win against Kentucky. I was on the wrong side of that one, too. Had Kentucky. Not even close. All I need from you, Vandy, is two touchdowns. Get me to 14. Georgia's going to, you know, this game's going to be ugly. Vanderbilt's not going to have that much success. But Georgia's not going to care in this game. You see this a lot with this Georgia team. You saw it last year. They they tend to play down, and then they come out and kill these teams that you think will keep it close, like Kentucky, teams like that. I think Vandy will keep this. Listen, you're getting 31 and a half. I love it here with Vandy. At home, give me two scores. I think they stay within this number. Caleb, I'm assuming you don't have anything on this. 
and we can keep going to the next game. But I, I gotta I gotta go dumpster diving this week. I'm going into the garbage. I think my only complaint with all that was I don't see Florida as really being as much of a look ahead spot as we might consider. Like I get it, that rivalry is huge. But Florida is downright bad. Yeah, they're bad. So so I you know, I'm with you. This weekend is going to be a very defining weekend in college football this year. There's some big look-ahead spots. Who's going to trip up? Who's going to stay solid? It's going to answer a ton of questions. Um, but I am kind of with you on uh, just just bet any team that's possibly in that situation. Take those numbers and just hope they can't cover. Yeah. Or hope the favorites can't cover. Yeah, another one that I'm going to be on is Purdue. I know you were on Maryland last week. We We talked about it try to get a 20, try to get over that. And, of course, it lands right on 20. Um, Ohio State, though, man, they started off slow. I'm still not – their offense is still off a little bit. Something's weird. Their defense has really improved um, under Jim Knowles. Their defense looks great. But Purdue getting 19.5. Ohio State has Penn State on deck. Big-time look ahead. You're getting Purdue at home. Purdue's off a bad loss to Iowa. I like Purdue here. I Similar boat to Maryland. Try to get a 20 or a 21 here. Um, but a home dog with this number off a bad loss. I like Purdue. Their offense has improved um, this year. I like Purdue here in this spot. I'm going to be on the Boilermakers. Look to get a 20 or a 20 and a half. Um, big time look ahead spot for here for Ohio State. They'll probably try to get up early. Coast. Um, anything in Ohio State, Purdue from you, Caleb. I actually have quite a bit. I've been looking at this game. I've been very interested in it. Um, now, it's the uh, Penn State game, is that at Penn State or is that going to be at Ohio State? Do we know that for sure? it's at Penn State. Oh, my gosh. So, like we were saying, Ohio State has to go to Purdue while Penn State is playing UMass at home this week. Now, since 2009, this is how much I've been looking into this. Ohio, at Ohio St- State. Sorry. Ohio State has played – at Purdue four times. Do you want to know what their record at Purdue is? What is it? It's at Ohio State, though. I'm sorry. Okay. But when Ohio State plays at Purdue. Yeah. Four times. How many of those do you think they've won? Three. One. They've won once. I love it. So there's some history here. But the one time that Ohio State did win it, they won it. 56 to nothing. So, you know, that one time it, it, it would have covered any spread Not they great. threw out there. Uh, but I'm with you. This is a massive look ahead spot for them. So I'm going to take the Purdue points on this. Yep. And agree. Yeah. When was it a couple years ago when Purdue won outright? Right. Big dogs won. I can't remember if that was 2019 or 20. You remember that? No. Purdue. They've won three times. That's so crazy. Four times they've played outright winners at Purdue. Yeah. At Purdue. Yeah. But yeah, in 2018, it was 49 to 20. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a game I'm thinking of blowout. Yeah. That's even better. Helping my case here for Purdue. I'm tempted to play Indiana. They're also at 11. Um, Not a look ahead spot for Michigan. They're going to Michigan State next week, but Indiana's off a bad loss and you're getting 33 and a half with a super low total, 45 and a half. Another game where you probably only need like two scores from from Indiana to get in the number. Um, haven't bet that yet, but looking at Indiana as well. Um, should we touch on Arkansas? 
plus 19 and a half going to Alabama. Listen, we 100% sure should because Alabama is the exact same situation. They have Tennessee next week at Tennessee. That is a massive, massive game. I think both of those teams are in look-ahead spots this week. Uh, Alabama is at home against Arkansas, which we know not a very good football team, as we've all had to witness. But Arkansas gets spicy every once in a while. I think, you know, this might be that game going to Alabama. Alabama is more focused on Tennessee than Arkansas this week. I'll get the feeling. And I think they can cover 19 and a half points. Yeah, I agree. I lean taking the Hogs, especially with this low total, 46 and a half. Um, taking, try to get a 20 or something there with Arkansas. Yeah, big look ahead spot for Bama and Bama off a big emotional win against AM, too, right? On the road. Could be a letdown spot. Credit to AM, too. Uh, from last week, it you have to throw against AM, and Milro was able to do that. Milro looked good, but that AM secondary is bad. Really yeah. bad. I mean, wide open, explosive plays, blown coverages. AM secondary is really, really bad. Um, and uh, Bama could have success throwing the ball against us, but I'm with you. I think they just try to come out of this with a win. Don't show too much. Move on to Tennessee next week. Um, I agree with you there. Take take Arkansas plus the points. Yeah, um, and I didn't even think about that side of it. With them coming off a very emotional win on yeah. the road at AM, man, I get the feeling there he's going to stumble out of the blocks. So, yeah, similar to like what happened with you. Remember the South Florida game? Came out mm-hmm. slow, couldn't get anything going. It's, this feels close to that, especially with this low total. Um, I think they just try to sneak out a win here. Um, uh, one more game at 11 I want to touch on. Georgia Southern. This is a good matchup going to James Madison. James Madison undefeated. I've kind of gone back and forth on this. I'm tempted to buy Georgia Southern here plus the six. Two very different teams, though. Two big contrasting styles. James Madison is going to want to run the ball, slow it down. They're super low in pace. They do not run or they run the ball a ton, but they don't run plays fast. They try to slow the clock down, slow the game down. And Georgia Southern is just going to want to sling it. They throw the ball a ton. And this James Madison secondary, you can throw on them. Um, so that's an interesting matchup. Pretty high total, 58 and a half. I'm tempted to buy Georgia Southern plus seven, but James Madison's been rolling. Tough, tough game for me there. Any any opinion from you on James Madison, Georgia Southern? Listen, I will blindly follow James Madison anywhere they want to go. I love them. <laughs> they what is it? They can't uh they can't go to a bowl for another year or so. Yeah. Yeah. So they're so just stupid. They're winning these games for nothing, but they're doing it so well. You got to so love stupid. It. It's such a good fight in them. But yeah, I'm with J- JMU on this one. All right. He's on he's on the Dukes. Um, I'll probably be on the Eagles here. We'll see. Maybe try to get a seven. Um, all right. Let's go to 230. You mentioned Penn State earlier. I'm back in UMass. This is disgusting. I'm taking the 41 and a half, the 42, whatever it is. It's another look ahead spot. I'm going to play the numbers here. Uh, not so much the teams, play the matchups. Penn State's going to win this game easily, right? They're going to get up early. My one concern here is James Franklin. Like, all he wants to do is cover. He's and a covering machine. <laughs> he's a covering machine. All they do is cover. That worries me here if they're up like 35. You know, and he's still throwing, trying to get in the back door. But Ohio State on deck, I don't see Penn State showing a lot here. They're not going to have to against UMass. Um, but I, I'll take the 42. It's 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 too many points in this game in a big-time look-ahead spot. 
Um, no, I, I definitely don't blame you. Penn State's going to pull starters earlier than they probably normally would. Uh, great garbage time points, beautiful backdoor spot for UMass. Yep. Let's get out of the trash. Um, we'll give the people some good picks here. I know no one's going to want to take any of those, but play the spots. All right, let's go to Washington, 230. Oh, this is going to be a beautiful game. I'm super excited for this. Two two quarterbacks that are the front runners for the Heisman. Uh, Michael Penix at home here, Washington favored by three. Um, it's been two and a half all week, so I guess some Washington money's coming in. I'm probably going to be on Washington here. Um for a couple reasons. I uh, this Oregon defense has looked good so far, but they haven't really been tested. Um, they look good against Colorado, but this Michael Penix is a different animal. I think Washington will get their points here at home. My favorite play here, you know what it's gonna be. Over. Don't overthink this game. 67 and a half. I think both these teams will be playing in the 30s. Um Lean Washington, but I'm going to take the over 67 and a half. Bonex is is not the same guy away from home, uh, but he's been outstanding this year. Yeah, give me the over 67 and a half. Um, maybe I may throw the Washington money line in with something. Um, where are you going with this game? You back in the Huskies? I'm 100% with you. Michael Penix is, has my vote for Heisman. Yep. I love him. I love the Huskies. <clears throat> and don't get me wrong. I love Oregon just as much as the next guy, but having to go to Washington is going to be a tough one. If you don't want to pick a side, take the over, get out of there. But, uh, no, this is a massive game. This game really decides who's on the inside track on the Pac-12 race. Uh, And, honestly, this decides a lot because I don't think USC is really doing it for me. These two teams here have shown to be like the front runners, in my opinion. Yep, agreed. And this listen, this Oregon, their front seven's really good. Their D-line's always good, but their secondary is weak. It always is every year. And so I think Penix will sit back and have a field day here. And this Washington, you've seen it. Like Cal put up points against Washington. Washington's defense is not great either. So just this is a don't overthink it game. Take the over. 230, a- sit back, watch some great Pac-12 action here. Um, it's a beautiful points fest. It's, yeah. it's going to be gorgeous. Love it. Love it. All right, let's go to another good game at 230. Tennessee at home, minus three, taking on AM. Tennessee coming off a bye, which definitely favors them. Josh Heupel, great coach, giving him some extra time. I'm not a Joe Milton guy, but I wasn't a Milrow guy either. And you saw what he could do to this AM secondary. I think Tennessee will have success throwing here. Um, this AM secondary is not good. Um, I, I lean taking Tennessee minus the three. I feel like a and is going to be public in this game. I'm going to look this up. Um, but I may just pair like a Tennessee money line with a Washington money line, something like that, where I, I don't have to lay three uh, with these home teams. Um, where are you going with this one? This is a tough game for me to read. I tell you what, all week I was on Texas A&M. Uh, something about them coming off heartbreak loss, going out to Tennessee. I don't think Tennessee is all that good. Uh, so all week I was going Texas A&M, Texas A&M, Texas A&M. I mean, give me three and a half points. I can see it happening. But then something happened today. What was it? I saw a video of the midnight yell, and I will never put my money on that <laughs> bullshit. Give me the Tennessee volunteers. I'm not betting money on that cult down in College Station. 
<laughs> we did it last week and it burned us. Were you on AM? I was on AM. Against Bama? Yeah. Yeah. Rocky Top, baby. Let's go. Off a of bye. I love it off a of bye. Joe Milton, don't screw me here. The secondary is bad. You should have success. Kind of like the over a little bit, too. I was just thinking over over looks beautiful on this one. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee is going to be able to score a lot of points, and I think A&M's offense is good enough to keep up. Agreed. Agreed. Tennessee in the over there from us. Um, Kansas is favored by three on the road at Oklahoma State. That's a weird one. I I, I want to buy Oklahoma State here. Uh, Kansas coming off blowing out UCF. I uh, was on the wrong side of that one. You were giving me crap for that. Like, yeah, I talked you off Kansas. I was like, I don't even you remember talk me you off. talking about Kansas. You talked me <laughs> off the ledge, and I should have jumped. Because <laughs> the never ground was soft. To what I say, ever. Um, I kind of like Oklahoma State as a home dog. Although they're off a big upset victory. It's a tough spot, but I feel like at home, I feel like they never lose at home. Tough game here for me. I'll probably be on Oklahoma State, um, but we'll see. No strong read there. Are you going to be on Kansas again? I'm going to go with Kansas on this one just because, like you said, Oklahoma State should not have beat Kansas State by any means. You're right. They are a great home team, unless, you know, they're playing South Alabama, who they lost to 33-7 to well, in the true. beginning of the year. Jags. People don't forget. No, I think Kansas is a legitimately good team in the Big 12. I'd say top three. Top three team in the Big 12, and I think they're going to take it to Oklahoma State. I'm going with Kansas minus the points. All right, running it back with your Jayhawks. Don't hate it. Um, Rock Chalk. Rock Chalk, baby. You'd mentioned TCU-BYU earlier in the week. Do you have anything on that? I I can't get a read on that game. This game boggles my mind. All right, BYU is legitimately a good team. And I haven't seen anything from TCU to tell me they are as good or better. Um, But for some reason, I'm looking at BYU, and I looked at this the other day. The numbers might change a little bit. I was looking at BYU plus four and a half. Coming off a bye week last week, they're well-rested up, going to TCU. I don't see how they don't outright win this game, honestly. Um, But I think – BYU plus four and a half might be the easiest bet of the week, in my opinion. You want to know something even better? It's now six. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's not good for you, though. Don't care. <laughs> I think the thing here is TCU off two losses coming back home. I think that's the reason uh, this is the way it is. And this BYU defense is not great. Um, it's a tough game. I don't have a strong read. But, hey, it could be a good game to bet live. You see TCU come out hot. Hop on that BYU money line. Keaton Slovis can keep you in this game. Um, yeah, we'll see. Nothing nothing strong there for me. Um, all right, let's go to your Iowa Hawkeyes. Catching nine and a half, going to Wisconsin. A super low total. I'm showing 34 and a half. Um, as the Iowa whisperer, go ahead. You hit their team total last week. Are you hopping on the team total again this week? The team total currently sits at 10 and a half points <laughs> their defense and special teams is going to take care of that for me i don't even have to worry about their offense i'm betting that team team total over all the way i'm also going to take iowa plus the nine and a half because with this over under sitting at 33 and a half 
I mean, it just makes sense to take Iowa plus the points, bet that under. Both these teams' offenses haven't looked great. It's going to be a defensive battle here. I don't think there's an under low enough for me this at is, this point. <laughs> this is like a service academy game. Honestly. <laughs> this game's going like, to end like 10 nothing. <laughs> like in the Oregon-Washington game, there's not a total high enough. Like, yeah, I will always bet the over. This one, there's not one low enough. I will bet the under in it. You can't blame you there. I it's so low. I don't know if I can get on it. I may get on an Iowa team total just to. It's so low to ten. And oh, a half. we got a rider for the Iowa team total. <laughs> Add it to my card. <laughs> may get. I said may. I may. We'll see. That's. It's gross, but I've had some gross picks too. This is the gross show. I'm betting UMass. You're betting Iowa team totals over. We're, we're getting real disgusting. We're getting in here. nasty. This is what we do for you people. Everybody listening, you think we want to do this? You think I want to bet the Iowa team double? No, no. I do this for you. But you have to. Um, I'll get a little gross. Um, let's talk some action. Um, Ooh. Ohio. I like Ohio here on the road, laying six and a half. Northern Illinois was my team to win. The Mac this year, probably not going to happen. Rocky Lombardi stinks. He's in like his eighth year at Northern Illinois. Curtis Rourke is a beast. This Ohio defense is really good. They're run D especially. I think they're going to give Northern Illinois fits. I'm tempted to lay the six and a half here on the road with Ohio. It's a low total, um, but I think Northern Illinois will really struggle to get points here. Um, I'm probably going to be on the Bobcats at three o'clock laying six and a half. Um, Caleb, probably no opinion there from you. Keep it rolling. No, I'm a million percent with you on this one. Oh, I'm, looking at, uh, I'm looking at uh, Northern Illinois' last few games, the points they're scoring against garbage teams. Uh, but then you just kick it back over to Ohio. I mean, they allowed Iowa State seven. Bowling yeah, they Green, beat seven. Iowa State, who's pretty Kent, good. Kent State, 17. I mean, yeah. like, they're just not letting people score. And I'm with you. I love this six and a half. I'm riding with you on it. Let's go. Add it to the card. Yeah, Ohio, their their defense is legit this year. Um, not something you normally see in the MAC, but we're gonna be on the Bobcats here. Um, all right, let's go to 530. A game I really like here. Pitt at home plus seven and a half against Louisville. Louisville off the win. A great win. Beat Notre Dame, beat up on a Notre Dame team that I don't know who's making their schedule, but they had a gauntlet. I mean, their top ten in strength of schedule. It kind of, you know, it kind of just. I feel like they got tired off the, you know, close game with Duke. Then they had to travel to Louisville. It was a Louisville spot all the way at home. I'm going to be on pit here. This is another big time letdown spot here um, for Louisville. I know Pitt's not very good. They're sitting at one of four. They're off a bad loss to Vatek. This screams get right for Pitt and a letdown for Louisville. And you're getting over a touchdown. Give me the Panthers. Give me Pat Narduzzi at home plus the seven and a half in a low total. Probably a gross game. Louisville probably wins this by a field goal. Caleb? I mean, story of the weekend, another look ahead spot. Do you know who Louisville has next week? On the road. Clemson? On the road at Duke. Duke. So... Off a massive win against Notre Dame, having to go on the road when you got Duke looking you dead in the face next week. I mean, look ahead spots all weekend long. Yep. I 
didn't have a great read on this. It's very hard for me to bet on Duke. But I got to tell you, if you feel this passionate about it, I'm riding with you. The boys are riding together. Pitt plus the points. Let's go. Yeah, this is a this is a look ahead and a letdown. Two things I love to see here. Pitt at home. Pitt's not good, but they'll they'll keep this game ugly. Low total. I'm telling you, Louisville will win by three. All right, let's go to the six o'clock slate. I don't have a strong opinion on Auburn at LSU. I can't Missouri should have covered that game. That was uh I thank goodness I didn't have Missouri and I only had the over. Um Guy gets a pick six with 30 seconds left. Should have went down. Missouri should have covered. Uh, but LSU laying 11 and a half at home. Anything there from you? I don't have a strong feeling on this game. Man, I don't want I don't want to touch this game with the 10 foot pole. I mean, this I, that 11 and a half is so Stinky. hard to look at. It's disgusting. Um, especially in Death Valley, night game. Yeah, I, I just want to avoid it at all costs. I don't love what LSU's doing. They have one of the best offenses in America. Um, but Auburn's proven that they can play with the best of them for the most part. They might not get the win, but they'll keep it close. Um, so I'm just going to avoid this one at all costs. Yeah, agreed. Nothing there for me. Um, all right, let's get to probably the best, one of the best games of the weekend, Washington and Oregon, one of the best. This one is awesome. 6.30, Notre Dame. At home, coming off a loss, favored by two and a half, taking on USC. Caleb, I'll throw it to you first. Where are you going in this game? It's the Irish, baby. It is the Irish. (laughs) USC has a gorgeous, gorgeous offense. They haven't played a single defense yet. I mean, they played nobody who can stop them. Notre Dame has an impeccable defense, especially at home. They held Ohio State to how many points? Um, tw- what they 20? You think it was 20 to f- oh, how's it scored right there at the end? Uh, no, 17 14, I think, was that final, if I'm remembering correct. Yeah, but either way, very yeah, the defense, defense is great. USC has had to play all year. Uh, Notre Dame is allowing a point opponents to average 15.9 points per game. I mean, that's that's not what USC is used to, and I think once they get hit in the mouth and have to struggle to. Uh, get points, they're not going to know how to live. They're not going to know how to do it. I think it's Notre Dame all day. Agreed, 100%. The spot here is definitely Notre Dame. USC coming off a triple overtime win against Arizona? Arizona. Arizona? Not even Arizona State. Arizona, what are we doing here? Yeah, I, I cannot get behind this USC team. I cannot get behind this horrific defense. And Notre Dame off of a loss, perfect spot for them to come back home, get right, Anything under three, I really love here for Notre Dame. I also kind of like the under. It's a little gross, but I think Notre Dame, like you like you touched on, USC has not faced a good defense. This will be the best defense they've played all year. USC is surprisingly bad in like third and longs. Their their um, offensive passing explosiveness is bad in third and longs. I think Notre Dame will will put this team in those positions, put them in bad spots. If they can, if Notre Dame can get a couple stops here. They'll be fine because USC will not be able to get any stops uh, with this defense. Notre Dame will have great success on the ground with Estime. Um, Lean the under, but Notre Dame's the play. Notre Dame's the side. Love Notre Dame here. Let's go Irish. Shout out Nick Stone. I know he's going to be on the Irish too. (laughs) Shout out Nick Stone always. Um, I don't know if 
I love the underplay necessarily. It's like, gross. Just looking at it, yes, makes sense. But Notre Dame's going to be able to move the ball in this defense, like you said. USC's still going to be able to score, there's no doubt. Uh, initially, I went with the under, but I'm kind of feeling a little bit of an over on this one. All right, fair enough, but we're both I, on the Irish. We'll both be riding both with them. on the Irish. Under three. Let me check um, if USC is going to be public in this game. I always like looking at these. Just to Notre see. Dame's going to end up being the public on this one. Yeah, they may be. Let Everybody loves the Irish. Too many Catholics out there betting. <laughs> you think Catholics are gamblers? Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say <laughs> what Catholics are and aren't. <laughs> we won't get into that. But if Notre Catholics Dame, do gamble. Slightly public, 54%. Uh, nothing crazy. Um, USC getting a little bit more of the money, but... Notre Dame is getting the sharp action. Um, so let's see. Yep. Yep. Sharp action on Notre Dame. Started as a pick now at two and a half for Notre Dame. Definitely some Notre Dame money coming in. Love them here. Under three all day long. Um, let's go to, oh man, a game I don't have a great read on. 630 Miami off. Oh, man. I, I wasn't watching that game live. I just saw the the um, the highlights. We don't need to say anything. Total blunder. You've seen it all over Twitter. They they don't kneel it out with a minute left, and they lose to Georgia Tech. How do you get behind this Miami team? I don't know, but this line is stinky. North Carolina only three, three and a half point favorites here at home. Boy, this line reeks. I'm probably staying away from this game. I'm tempted to buy Miami, but it's disgusting. I just don't know the the internals of this Miami team after that game. You know, are they dead? Right, they were undefeated. They lose at home to Georgia Tech, terrible loss. I don't, I don't know if he's lost. Cristobal's lost the locker room here. Tough game for me to get a read on. Tempted to play Miami, but it's disgusting. Um, anything here from you with North Carolina? Listen, I can answer a lot of these questions for you. All right, that locker room is lost. Did you see the video of that offensive lineman? Yeah, saying, I'm worried what the about. Fuck that. Are we doing? Listen, yeah. if you've lost the big boys up front, it's not going to be good. That's like the that's like the last stand of holding a locker room together. Those guys are going to ride or die with you. I I think once they're gone, this thing's over. I'm riding with UNC all day long, unk all the way, baby. Yeah, I I don't blame you. I it's <laughs> I I thought this would be like five though. UNC's looked great. Their defense has has greatly improved. They had one of the worst defenses ever last year. Defenses looked way better. Um, yeah, I don't hate it. May may just bet a, a UNC money line thrown in there with someone, but boy, yeah, Miami may be they may be toast here. And I mean, my thing is UNC has a very explosive offense, more so than Miami does by any means. Mm-hmm. I feel like so I, I I just don't see a world where it's not UNC, and I could be wrong. We will find out next week if I'm a fucking idiot. But right now. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's UNC. All right, UNC there. Maybe Miami for me. We'll see. Um, gross, but playing the spot. Yeah, they could be dead. Uh, this is a big tell. We'll see early on if, they, if they've rolled over and died. Um, another ranked matchup, Kentucky at home, minus two and a half against Missouri. Both these teams, Kentucky off a blowout loss to Georgia. Missouri off an absolute heartbreaker. 
to LSU. How do these teams respond? I'm not sure. I may just sit back and take an over here. You saw what Georgia was able to do against that Kentucky defense that had not really been tested. Uh, Missouri's offense is really good. Cook's been playing great. They've got one of the best receivers in the country. Um, I, I don't really know what to do from a spread perspective. Probably just going to take an over 50 and a half. Um, but Kentucky's normally pretty good at home. Um, so we'll see, Caleb. Any thoughts here, Kentucky, Missouri? I love Missouri in this setup, honestly. <clears throat> I think the difference between last week for these two teams, Missouri could have won that game. They haven't lost confidence in the fact that they can win games. Kentucky got absolutely dog-walked by Georgia. So I think they might have lost a little confidence. I get there at home, favorites at home, understandably so. I'm riding with the Tigers on this one. Uh, they have all the confidence in the world, believe in that team. They're going to go in there, and they might outright win this. I mean, they're going to have to. At plus two and a half, they might as well win the damn thing. Yeah, and they could be telling you something with this line, too. Giving you a two and a half, I feel like a lot of people will jump on Kentucky. Uh, I think you're right. I think if you play Missouri, play the money line. Take the 115. Um, yeah, their, their offense has been humming, and um, we'll see how they look um, here against Kentucky on Saturday night. Some really good late-night action here. Let's go to another Pac-12 game, Oregon State. Minus three and a half at home. They hardly ever lose at home, playing against UCLA. This is a tough game for me, too. I'm t- I feel like the Pac-12, you can just take these home teams I feel like they flip-flop, you know. They go on the road, they're not as good. They come back home, especially Oregon State. Really good at home. Um, I I think I'd like Oregon State under three and a half. Uh, They're giving me the hook. I don't know what to do with this game. Do I just take an over? Am I back in the the Beavers here at home? What do you think here with Oregon State? Uh, I'm with you. If it's a Pac-12 team, take the home team, call it a day. The interesting thing in this one is it's a Pac-12 game that I really like the under in. I think I, I think you're onto something there because this this Oregon State defense is good, and so is good. this UCLA defense. This UCLA defense has been been good. You saw it get they completely shut down that electric Washington State offense last week. Really interesting game. This total does feel a little high, fifty four and a half. Um, we'll see. Things can get weird late night in Pac-12 play in Corvallis. Don't know where well, I'm going with this just yet. Um, the interesting but I think thing I'm, about Oregon State, <clears throat> looking at their schedule right now, at home, their offense is scoring less points. They're averaging uh, – when they played San Diego State, they scored 26. When they played Utah, they scored 21. But away on the road against Washington State, 38. On the road at Cal, 52. They're yeah. scoring less points at home and still winning. Um, going up, switching it over to UCLA, uh, looking at seven points against Utah on the road. Yeah. Uh, 35 against San Diego State on the road. I think this underplay is just gorgeous and <clears throat> with Oregon State. Yeah, that Oregon Oregon State, when they get away from home, their defense is not near as good either. I mean, they're giving up a ton of points, uh, you know, 38 to Washington State. Um, at Cal put up 40. Um, so UCLA should be able to get theirs here. We'll see. Um, I'm tempted to buy UCLA with, with the hook, with the three and a half, but we'll see. Seven o'clock should be a good game either way. 
Either um, way, this is a weird battle of defenses in yeah. the Pac-12 because both these defenses are as, about as good as it gets in the Pac-12. There's not many better. And with those two battling it out, uh, yeah, I think I think it's an under Pac-12. I know I've said it too many times already. It's just weird. I don't get to say it often, so I'm going to say as much as I can. Yep. All right, let's go to a stinky line. This is a weird game to me. Duke minus three at home taking on NC State. Um, This is Zach Needham's lock. He sent me two for some reason, but I'm going to, I'm going to give him NC state here. That was the first one he sent this line reeks. I think this is because Riley Leonard may not play for Duke. I think he's trending towards playing, but this line is stinky, stinky, stinky. Um, NC state coming off a win against Marshall where they gave up 41 points. Um, Oh man. I, I feel like everyone's going to be on Duke here in this spot at home. Maybe if you could get NC State over three, low total in this game. This NC State defense has been pretty good, but they gave up 41 to Marshall. Marshall threw for over 300 yards against them. Um, this could be because Riley Leonard may not be playing. Um, and Brennan Armstrong has been benched. So you're getting a better quarterback here with NC State. Uh, Morris, I believe. Man, I don't know. Are, are you back in the Blue Devils here at home, or are you going with NC State? This line stinks to me. I got to keep back in the Blue Devils on this one. Blue Devils at home are playing lights out. They're doing so good. I get they lost to Notre Dame. Notre Dame's a solid, solid team. I don't think NC State compares to them, uh, so I got to take Duke at home on this one. I know. That's why this line – does this line not bother you? No, it's weird. This line reeks. It's a lot closer than it should be. I get it. Vegas is trying to tell me something. But they're speaking another language, and I don't care. I speak football. <laughs> football says, take Duke. All right, you're going against 2-0 and Zach Needham with his locks. The man knows how to how to pick a lock. He was on UCLA. He's, he's, he's sharp with his, his favorite picks of the week are good. Um, yeah, we'll see. Low total, 43.5. Um, should be a good game regardless I think that does it. Anything else you want to talk about here? Hawaii late night? Home dog, uh, Hawaii? Interesting game here. Not many people are going to watch it, but the real degenerates are going to love it. Wyoming plus 10.5 at Air Force. Oh. An absolutely interesting oh, game. Man. I've been riding with the Cowboys all year long. I love them, but the problem is they're playing away from home against a very, very good Air Force team. Yeah. Wyoming hasn't been very good on the road. Air Force is putting up some great numbers, stopping teams, looking great. I'm taking Air Force minus the points. Oh, I like it. I like it. I was just going to say, Wyoming off of a big upset on Fresno, going on the road. This is a massive letdown spot for Wyoming. I like it. I like the Air Force pick there um, as well. I'm with you. Um, All right, let's give out our locks. I gave out Zach's. Um, He's going to be on NC State. His other one was Notre Dame. Um, That's his 1A, 1B. Caleb, give the people your favorite play of the weekend. Oh, there's so many that I love this week. Uh, It's a beautiful week of college football. I'm just going to go with something – I'm going to go with the one that I don't understand the most. I'm going to go with BYU plus four and a half against right. TCU. Early one for you. You'll know if I'm dumb early. It's six now. 
I'd take the six. Now up to six. Beautiful. Even better. All right. Riding with the Cougars there. Oh, I'm tempted here. I'm doing it. I'm taking Pitt at home. I'm taking Pitt plus seven and a half at home. I think they could beat Louisville outright. This is such a letdown for Louisville. Haven't really, I mean, going on the road after such a big time win, this is just screaming Pitt here at home over a touchdown. Don't overthink it. Give me the Panthers at home plus seven and a half. All right. That's the locks. Let's go to the NFL, shall we? NFL's tough this week. I don't know if you've looked at this board that much. The NFL is putting me in a pretzel. I'm going to be on some gross games here as well. Um, Let's go to the London game. We have another London game, which I'm not a fan of, but um, your Bills coming off a loss in London. London's weird. London's just a weird spot to play. Tennessee Titans, Chase Hickey's Tennessee Titans. In London, four-point dogs uh, taking on the Baltimore Ravens. This is a tough game because Ravens are off of a brutal loss to the Steelers. Tennessee's off a loss to the Colts. I don't know what to do with this game. Do I take an under in London? London uh, unders always seem to hit. Um, I don't know what to do. This is probably a pass for me, to be honest. I probably won't bet on this game. Um, Anything here from you, Tennessee and Baltimore? Are you passing? Uh, I mean, if I got to put my money down, it's the easiest under bet it. Uh, yeah, Baltimore, they're they're a very good team. They just haven't been playing incredible. Tennessee, not a bad team, playing with their hair on fire for whatever reason. Um, but I think it's going to be a very defensive struggled game. Under forty one. Yeah, under worries me a little. This t- Tennessee secondary stinks. So if if and if you watch that Ravens-Steelers game last week, Ravens had a ton of drops, especially in the end zone. Zay Flowers dropped a touchdown. Mark Andrews dropped a touchdown. So if if this Tennessee offense can find it, if Lamar can find it, they'll be able to get theirs against this this uh, Tennessee secondary. Um, but it's London. Weird things happen. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens in that one. All right, let's go to Atlanta. The Falcons are minus two and a half at home, taking on the Commanders. Total 42 and a half, kind of a gross game. I lean taking Washington here. Um, if I could get a three, these games always seem to be close with Atlanta. Squeaked out a win last week against Houston. I had Atlanta minus two and a half, and they win by two. Um, but it's Desmond Ritter um against a pretty good Washington defensive line. I think they'll be able to get pressure here. Um, but can you trust Sam Howell on the road? We'll see. Maybe if this game gets to three. But I think my favorite thing here, tease Washington up. Get a six-point teaser here with Washington. Pair them with um, another like two-point, three-point dog. Tease them up to over seven. That's my favorite thing to do here rather than taking the two-and-a-half. Um, anything here, Atlanta, Washington. Listen, I don't like the disrespect you're giving to Sam Howell right now. I <laughs> am a believer. He holds on the good. ball too long. He does. Hold, but that's That's rookie quarterback stuff. He's Listen, not a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, <laughs> semantics. Basically, yeah. He could still get rookie of the year in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, he should. <laughs> but, uh, no, th- this locker room loves him. They believe in him. I, I, I'm I, a big fan of Sam Howell. Um, Washington's been looking very, very good. Their defense is solid. Um, so, I'm going to take the commanders in this one. 
All right. Yeah, I, I lean taking uh, Washington as well. I, I'd like a three. Um, this game's going to come down to probably a field goal either way. Um, all right, let's go to Chicago. Bears, three-point dogs at home taking on Minnesota. Minnesota off a pretty heartbreaking loss to the Chiefs. Some blown calls at the end of that game. I think Minnesota should have had a chance. Miss a P.I., miss a guy taking his helmet off, miss a defensive hands to the face. Tell me it's not rigged. They're rigged. trying to get the Chiefs in. Um, but they're laying three on the road. I'm tempted to back Minnesota. Uh, yeah, I'm tempted to back Minnesota here because uh, the Bears. I think people will see the Bears blowing out Washington last week, and that'll be in their head. Um, both these teams sitting at one and four. This is a sneaky under to me. You're gonna have a lot of bad weather this weekend. Um, Chicago is one of those places. It's gonna be windy. Cleveland, another one. Really bad weather. Um, sneaky under at 44 divisional game. I typically don't want to back a divisional road favorite, um, but I may be on Minnesota here, but not a strong feel. Um, anything here? Are you back in the bears at home? Honestly, I am. And All right. I think I need to work on my prescriptions because I might just be losing my mind, but I love Chicago in this situation. Like you said, it's going to be ugly, ugly weather. Uh, so I'm going to go with the backfield. I think that can run it more and Justin Fields can do that. Yeah, true. I, I thought you were going to, because I think the bears will be out. Herbert, Khalil Herbert's going to be out. Yep. I think they're going to have Deontay Foreman playing. Cause I think Roshan Johnson has been in concussion protocol, but yeah, fields is their best, their best running back either way. Um, and this Vikings defense is not great. Yeah. I think this is a, this is going to be a run fest either way. No, Justin Jefferson for the Vikings. You're going to see them rely more on the run um, with Madison and Cam Akers. So, yeah. Listen, if any pro team can run the veer right now, it's the Chicago Bears. (laughs) And I think in this game, they just should do it. Line it up and do it. Run the triple option. (laughs) All right, Chicago from you. Eileen taking Minnesota, but I think we'll both probably uh, be on the under. Um, On the under. Let's go to Cincinnati. At home, minus two and a half against uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Listen, I faded this Cincinnati team last weekend. Bad move. It was because I needed to see Joe Burrow back and healthy. And guess what? He's back and he's healthy and he looked great. Jamar Chase went off, as you know, in our fantasy league. (laughs) All right, we got jokes 50-something points. Had to throw that in there. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, Jamar Chase. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going to be on Cincinnati here at home under three. Love this under three for Cincinnati. Joey B's back. Cincinnati always seems to do this. They're starting slow, and it, this happened last year. They're about to go on a tear. I think they're going to rattle off a bunch of wins here. Starts here with Seattle. Love them under three. Joey B is back. Caleb, are you going to be on the Bengals with me at home? Oh, Cincinnati's in a situation where they have to keep winning, and – this is one of those situations I think you're right. Cincinnati's going to win. I'm taking them minus the three points. Also, for anybody who's curious, Bud is the commissioner of the league, and he rigged it. <laughs> I actually edited the points in for he Jamar did. Chase. I swear. I, I didn't see Jamar Chase scoring that many points in any other league I'm in, so it's very <laughs> interesting. <laughs> interesting how that works, isn't it? A man just trying to sneak into the freaking playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, I've been bad in that league. I got to do everything I can. All right, let's go to a very gross game. Cleveland Browns, nine and a, this line's up to nine and a half. Nine and a half point dogs because Deshaun Watson's out. I don't know what's going on with him. He was medically cleared last weekend, didn't play, or actually they were on a bye. 
He's not hurt, I don't think. They're starting P.J. Walker, former XFL guy, former Carolina Panther. Former XFL star, all right? When you <laughs> One of the name. worst quarterbacks that's probably ever played in the NFL. He's horrific. Nine and a half at home. No chance I'm back in the Browns here. No chance I'm laying nine and a half with this Niners team on the road. This is this is gross, but this is an underplay. I don't see how Cleveland scores. You can't run the ball on the 49ers. P.J. Walker's not going to be able to throw. I, see if you can find me a Browns team total. This is gross. It's probably very low because the total for the game is sitting at 36. Um, I'm, I'm showing probably, 13 right now. Yeah, I love that under. I don't think Cleveland scores. I don't know how they score. I know 49ers off a big win against Dallas. Kind of a letdown spot here. Browns defense is awesome. This is an under for me all the way. Super low total, 36. I'll be on the under and probably the Browns team total under as well. Um, are you, are you going to back your guy, XFL star? Uh, hell no. Yeah, no way. I'm going San Francisco on this one all the way. Even if that pervert was playing for the Browns. He stinks. I'm still betting San Francisco in this one. Yeah, I don't hate it. He's He's been really bad this year. Not been great. And I, there's not a great reason for it. Other than he just hasn't played football in how, what, two years now? Yeah. Yeah, and even if he came back in this game, I still don't think they'd have great success against against this Niners defense. Um, all right, let's go to Miami. The Dolphins, this is gross, minus 13.5 at home, taking on the winless Carolina Panthers. I'm tempted to back the Panthers here. Some of these teams, this is similar to the Giants spot. This is like the lowest you'll get these teams. Um, you're catching basically two touchdowns here. If this is at 14, I'll probably be on Carolina. It's gross. But this is too many points in the NFL. It's really hard to cover two scores in the NFL. Um, I may back Carolina on the road. Miami has – who do they have next week? They've got a good team next week. I can't remember right now. Um, but, yeah, give me Carolina. It's too many points. They're not going to win this game, but they'll keep it within two scores. Panthers plus 14 or better for me. Um, any <laughs> – I shouldn't do that because I don't really want to watch that game. <laughs> but I, you got to play the numbers. I think it's too many points for Carolina. I mean, Any, I think you're dead wrong, but uh, I will let you know Miami is playing the Eagles next week. There it is. I knew it was a good team. A uh, night game, going to be a great night game right there. Yep. Um, listen, this this Miami offense is absolutely dangerous. Carolina's having a tough time getting their offense off the ground, really. Uh, quarterback's not looking great. Um, uh, yeah, Bryce Young stinks. I think I think Miami can do it. I think they can do it. I fully believe in it. Can you hear the confidence in my voice? Yeah, you really love it. Yeah, you're oh, I'm in you, love you, with this. You lay the 13 and a half. Have fun with Listen, that. <laughs> I can't stop <laughs> thinking about the 70 point game. No A chain. He's out. Well. We'll see if that has an effect. He's been they great still, so far. They do still have Mostert. Uh, is Jeff Wilson coming back yet? My do name is Jeff. That? I'm not sure. But Mostert's been great. Um, I, this total feels high to me, too. I kind of like the under as well, 47 and a half. Um, but, yeah, it, it's disgusting, but I'll probably be on Carolina. But are you forgetting 70 points? They can do it. I know, but then, look, they laid an egg against your Bills. Well, that's because the Bills have a great – not bad either. No, it's not a terrible defense. I'm not going to sit here and dog their yeah. defense by any means. It's a solid, solid defense. Um, 
I'm probably just going to avoid this game totally because I'm not going to put money on the damn Miami Dolphins. Not a bad, not a bad strategy. Um, all right, let's go to what should be a better game: Jacksonville Jaguars at home, minus four. Tough game here because the Jags historically own the Colts in this series. They seem to beat them every year, but they're coming back from being in London for two weeks, coming off a big win. What are you talking about? London is their home against your Bills. I know. They are at home in London. That's where they're going to be the London Jaguars in the next five years. They probably should be. Just give it some time. Yeah, I don't know. I'm tempted to buy the, I don't know. No, no Anthony Richardson, Gardner Minshew's plan. I'm tempted to buy the Colts plus four. Um, man, they're going to be a public dog. I don't know. I don't know. This game's probably a pass for me. Don't have a strong feel if this was like three for the Jags or two and a half. I may be a buyer. Um, but I don't know what to do with it right now. Anything here from you, Jags Colts? Oh, I'm in on Indy. All right. Uh, love Minshew. He steps in and shows up, I believe. And um, I'll take that plus four on that one. All now right. the jet lag's finally going to hit Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, they should have a little bit of – this could be an under two. Could be well, some growing – Two, you week, know, two slow weeks start. in London. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna be dragging, I feel like, this game. All right, let's go to the final noon game. Houston Texans at home plus one and a half against the Saints. I like this Houston team. I don't know what to do with them here at home. This Saints are a weird team, too. This is an under to me because I think the Saints defense has played really well this year. They just coming off of what a 34 to nothing win against New England. Um, I, I like Houston. Here's a home dog. I don't know. At one and a half. I'm unsure as what to do with this with this spread. Tempted to play an under. Um, this game's going to be close. I think you should just tease this Houston line up, get it over six points here. Um, this game will be close either way. Tease this with the Washington. Tease Washington up. Tease Houston up. Get these two um, close dogs up over a touchdown. I think that's the way to go here because um, I don't think there's value here either way with the one and a half. Um, anything here from you, Houston Saints? Uh, I think this is a very easy under game. Uh, one stat I've been looking at, C.J. Stroud has yet to throw an interception. Yeah. This is the game. If you can get a prop bet on C.J. Stroud to throw an interception, I don't know if your betting site has it or not. But if it's out there, get it. Cause it's, yeah, it's, it's probably time. plus money. Oh, it has to be. Yeah, don't hate that. The Saints defense is really good. It's legit. Uh, their offense has struggled. Carr has struggled. Um, yeah, I think you're. I think you're right here with this under. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Uh, interception. C.J. Stroud over 0.5 plus 120. All right. Nice. Sprinkle that in there. Good prop bet there. Let's go to the Raiders at home minus three against the Patriots. <laughs> this is gross. This is bottom of the barrel for the Patriots. Do I back the Patriots here on the road plus three? I may be on an island here. I may off of a blowout loss. My one concern is, is this team may be tanking. They may be dead. They may be trying to get Caleb Williams because Mac Jones stinks. This offense is horrific, but the Raiders aren't very good either. They're off a win against Green Bay. Their defense stinks. Oh, man. I want to buy New England here plus the three. You got some heavy New England money coming in here too. Because the three is minus 115. Oh, boy. What do I do here? 
take the Raiders or just stay away from this? I'll say I'm going to stay away from it. The discussion I want to have is New England might be tanking, but why do I feel like Belichick does not want Caleb Williams? I, I feel like he's going to go after someone different because there's a lot of great quarterbacks going into the draft class. Who does yeah. he want? Yeah, he could. And why is it Drake May? <laughs> it could be Drake May. Probably the better pro quarterback. I Listen, would, I'm in I love think. with Drake May. I think he's great. Uh, oh, he I think is. That's who Belichick would rather have. Um, but I'm just trying to think of a couple other quarterbacks that are out there. I mean, you can get Bo Nix, you can get uh, Penix, you can get. Yeah, there, there's. Yeah, who else? Um, Riley. Le- uh, no, Riley Leonard may not be going into the draft. Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman. Yeah. Yep. He'll be out there. Oh, that. Yeah, I feel he, like Belichick would do Patriot. something weird. If I've ever seen one, <laughs> he really is. Sam yeah. Harmon just looks like he should play quarterback for the New England Patriots. He does. Uh, all right, yeah, I may be on New England. It's disgusting, but uh, we'll see. We'll see Sunday how I'm feeling about that game. All right, let's go to L.A. The Rams are minus seven divisional game. Rams laying seven against the Arizona Cardinals. I backed the Cardinals last week. Got blown out by Cincinnati. I think the Cardinals' time might be up. They were a little pesky early on, beat Dallas. They were keeping games close. I think the Rams could kill them here in this game. Cooper Cup's back. Got Puka Nakua. This receiving core is awesome, and this Arizona defense stinks. Super high total, 48.5. I think my favorite play here is a Rams team total. Whatever that is, I think they'll get their points here regardless. Matt Stafford in this offense should be just fine against this Arizona defense. I don't like laying... Usually a touchdown or more here with a divisional game. So I think I'm going to sit back, bet a Rams team total, and root for points here in this one. Anything here from you? Uh, Rams team total currently sitting at 27 and a half. Over. What I'm looking at, easy overplay, but I'm with you. I think is the Rams all the way. They're such a salty team this year. They haven't played great, but they've just played good enough, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, their defense is is not great, um, but their their offense is, and they they should have no problem scoring on this really bad Cardinals defense. Yeah, um, Jets Eagles, any opinions, or should we keep rolling? Uh... <laughs> Jets seven point dogs at home. Oh man, Eagles having Miami on deck. Jets at it home could be, could be a little look low ahead, total. Tom. I think this is an underplay. Could be an underplay. Eagles have been one. really bad in the red zone. They're like bottom three in red zone efficiency. They cannot seem incredible. to punch it in and score. Yeah, they're uh, something's still going on with this offense. Um, they're still winning. They're five and zero. Their defense is good. This is an under for me. I think both these teams will pound the rock, try to make this game gross. So that makes me lean taking the Jets here as well with the under. I'd ride um, the under with you. Yeah, forty one under in that one. Let's go to Tampa Buccaneers plus three and a half at home against Detroit. I know that Detroit's been rolling. This Detroit offense looks great. Pretty sure Amon Ra's playing. I know he's kind of been questionable. He should be good. Jared Goff is a covering machine, but this team away from home is not near as good. I'm tempted to buy Tampa with the three and a half. I may be walking in something here. Tampa's sitting at three and one, but a lot of their wins have been against. They've been a little fraudulent. They beat Minnesota by three in week one. Minnesota had like three turnovers in that game. Beat Chicago is not very good, so I'm not super sold on Tampa. But at home, you're bringing Jared Goff out of the dome. I'm tempted to back the Bucks here, oh, but I don't know. Um, do you have anything in this one? 
I'm kind of having a uh, I'm having a crisis internally on this game because uh, I love Detroit so so much, love everything about them, love what they're doing. But Tampa at home, that defense is so solid. Baker Mayfield's looking great. Um, I'm with you. I'm going to take Tampa Bay at home in this game, and I believe didn't they just have a bye week? Yeah, they're yes. they're fresh off a of bye week at home. I mean, yeah, Tampa Bay plus three all day. Yeah, especially if you can get over three. I think you can get a three and a half, get a four. Um, and yeah, you can you can throw on this Lions team, and Baker throws a great deep ball. Mike Evans is questionable, which worries me, especially having a bye week. He still has not practiced this week. That's concerning. So look for that. But yeah, I think I think the spot here is Tampa. All I right, our team fresh legs situation on that one. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. Hey, our teams are battling this week. Oh, baby. <laughs> and you it's know where the, I'm going. It's the betting with Bud Bowl. I'm taking my G-Mint. 14 and a half? Listen, they're horrific, but this is too many points. I think you could have a little bit of growing pains. coming. Bill's coming back from London. Now, they are off a loss, which worries me. Because yeah, but their defense is beat up, beat up. Yeah. Like, it, it's bad. Um, but the problem is... Other than Matt Milano, their defensive player, there's players that are out or in the secondary. They um, lost a D lineman that's really good. I can't remember what his name is. Um, I think he was out. He's been awesome. Yeah, but yeah, they are beat up. White's out. Oh man, and it's over two touchdowns. This is similar to Carolina. I'm gonna have no choice but to bet the Giants here. 14 and a half. Daniel Jones may not play. It doesn't matter. He's horrific. Um, you're gonna have Tyrod Taylor. Oh, Giants that- are just gonna try to run the ball. Keep this game gross. Keep it close, under two scores, G-Man. Honestly, I was uh, going to go against you and uh, take the Bills spread, but now that I know Tyrod Taylor's in the backfield. <laughs> he probably is, is. I know Daniel Jones has been iffy all week. We'll see. No, Tyrod Taylor, Taylor would be an upgrade at this point. Yeah. That man coming off the bench is downright dangerous. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I – I'm with you. I think the Giants can cover 14 and a half. I love the Bills. I think they are playing great football. But like you said, 14 and a half is a, a lot of points. Even though the Giants have to pick up and come out of New Jersey to play them. <laughs> they have to go to New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Bills off a loss. That always worries me. Um, and when they win, they kill teams. That's the that's the concern. Yeah. Um, but we'll see Sunday night game two. Could be an under. Um, we'll see. We'll see how we're feeling about that Sunday. Could be a could be a live stream game. Could be. Could be a live stream game. Um. All right. Final game Monday night. Chargers home dogs to Dallas. Boy, I'm torn on this game. Super high total, fifty and a half. I, I may just sit back, taking over root for points. Cowboys off a brutal loss. Chargers coming off a bye week. Um. But man, this Chargers coaching staff is so bad. It's so hard to back this team because you get. Especially in these close games, uh, the Brandon Staley always seems to make a bad decision here down the stretch. Um, what do I do? What are you thinking here with this one? Just taking over? I about to say if I was more confident in Herbert playing because I haven't seen a lot of stuff coming out about him actually touching the field. Uh, I'd probably go with the Chargers as a long dog on this one. Uh, but with me not knowing who's going to catch those snaps, it kind of seems like it has to be the Cowboys. Yeah, off a loss. Herbert's playing. He's good. He's he's good? Yep, he'll be playing. He's not questionable anymore. 
And honestly, now that I'm hearing this information, nothing's changed. I I, I got to take Dallas minus the points if I was to have to bet the spread. But yeah, it's an easy overplay. All right. Yeah, but then I have to then I have to count on Dak to score points. <laughs> I know, and that's I know that's, on the road. It's on like the betting road. on Missouri for me. I hate doing it. It makes <laughs> sense, but especially damn it, on Mo- do I... Monday night too. I, I feel like these games always suck on Monday night. Yeah, Monday can we finally get a shootout? We'll see. All right, that's it. Went over the NFL, went over the college. Um, good luck, everyone. Caleb, anything else for the people? Uh, go Thundering Herd. Marshall, we didn't touch Georgia. on that game, did we? They're going to beat Georgia State. All right, we'll end on that. Good luck, everyone. We love you. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.